Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky and I am joined for this episode by podcast contributor Heather. Hi Heather. Hey Becky, how are you? Good. Um, so, <laughs> funny story, as I we were setting up to record this, our production guy, aka the husband, says, what book mm-hmm. are you guys reading? And I was like, good girl. And he's like, of course. Because yeah. here we are again with our praise Apparently cake. we like to be called good girls with some praise issues. We do. Well, everybody likes to be told they're a good girl, right? Right, right. Um, so... <laughs> On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Good Girl by Janet Astin. This is book one in the Vegas Billionaire series. And I love this book. This was a reread for me. Yeah, and I had not read it. I mean, I've read some other of Janet Astin's. And when you said, hey, let's read Janet Astin, I'm like, sign me up. I love her. She dirty talks like nobody's business. Like So... I I don't know why, but like I always forget that she's very funny. It's almost like when I read, like I would compare her and Helena Hunting because Helena is very funny and you sort of forget that she's funny because her books, but Jana is the same way. I forget how funny she is and she'll just like throw in these little comments and I'm like, oh my God, that was so funny and clever. I love it. Yeah. And this book has some moments that you are totally snorting and giggling and laughing about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and her characters are awesome. Yeah. I Some of my favorite books are by her and she does love an age gap. And some of my favorites are by Jana Astin. So uh, I, Carolina and I a while ago reviewed Right, which is a surprise mm, pregnancy a um, age gap romance. OBGYN so, too. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. So anyway, I was excited to get to talk about Good Girl because I really love this Vegas series and I'm a little sad that mm-hmm. she's been delayed in giving us the rest of the characters in this book. Mm-hmm. Just so Jana, two. if you're listening, we want more <laughs> yeah. ASAP. Well, we need the security guy and the financial guy. We need their... And the lawyer. I feel like the lawyer could give us some good stuff. Yeah. Well, because one of the side characters in this book, he... And her best friend have the next book. So, and we'll talk about that. I downloaded that. it and I started it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. Read I us will the read from Goodreads. Ready? Ready? I've always been a good girl. I work hard. I follow the rules and I always achieve my goals. But sometimes good girls want things that aren't good for them or someone who isn't good for them, like their new boss. And sometimes they do very bad things to get his attention like sell their virginity in an auction who knew he'd be so very very mad maybe this was not my best laid plan um he was mad he was very mad okay also is it rise or reese which one are we going with we're going with reese the right way is it reese okay yeah it's reese uh this is an i would i hate to say older because it's not that but it was released in may of 2018 and it holds up it holds up totally very much so so a virgin trope billionaire co-worker mistaken identity uh rom-com i would even say like the age gap but it's so funny you said that because 
I kind of forgot that there was an age gap. And if anything, he's the less mature one, I feel <laughs> he like. totally is. Than her. She, she just has her crap together. Well, and she is... you. So in the book, we learn so that Lydia was raised by gay dads in a small town in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And she has an eccentricness about her that I think is a direct reflection of that kind of, you know, being raised in that kind of incubator of a small town with dads that fit outside the norm. Well, and she was a, it's like the equivalent of a Girl Scout. So she was a Girl Scout. Girl Trooper. A girl trooper. And I mean, all the way through high school. And like, she has these awesome, like, hobbies. Like, I I just actually want to be friends with her. So she's fresh out of college, too. Right. She's 22 and he is 37 or 38 in the book. Yeah. Um, It does have a put out percentage. It pops at 23% with dry humping, (laughs) which. Oh, my God. That was hot. That was so hot and so and funny. The, inter- the thing that I think that Dana Aston does fantastic, probably one of the best I've read, is the internal dialogue of her characters. Yeah. So Reese's internal dialogue in this whole scene in the back of this bar is glorious. Yeah. Well, and the thing is to note about this book is... So in Janet Aston's older books, we do not get dual point of view. She writes typically from the female heroine's point of view only. And then the epilogue will be in the male's point of view. This book is written in dual point of view. And I think that that is what makes this one my one of my favorites of hers. Oh, because, like, you really get to see Reese and... <laughs> mess he is but also like his conversations with his friends when they're trying to talk him into pursuing this relationship early on so there let's talk about their meet cute because i think that that helps sets the stage um lydia and her best friend um oh my goodness peyton peyton are in a bar not far from it's this takes place in vegas they moved to vegas for um a job at a brand new casino that is opening up they live in henderson in a suburb of vegas and they're at a local bar on a saturday night just kind of hanging out it's the saturday before their new job starts on monday and uh peyton has given lydia a checklist i feel like a fun (laughs) checklist like all the things that because Lydia okay she is like a girl scout well she's like 68 (laughs) yeah I like related hardcore to Lydia like she's you know how every friend group has like the mom in the friend group Mm -hmm. Lydia's the mom she She is she's all the stuff and she's very responsible and she's very Mm -hmm. thoughtful Mm-hmm. She calls herself an accidental virgin because she didn't mean to be a virgin, but yeah. she was just really goal focused in both she high was school. She busy in college, college, like doing college, like actual why you go to college, not right. party and drink and lose right. your virginity, that kind um, of thing. She went to LSU, which is a huge party school. So I thought that was funny that she was like the good girl on campus. And so she's in this bar on a Saturday night before they're getting ready to start their big grown up, big girl jobs. And one of the things she has to do is she has to kiss somebody in the bar. Mm -hmm. 
Reese has been listening to his cousin Bellyache about a failed relationship, which is another book that is phenomenal. If you haven't read it, you should so go read it. Um, but he overhears the conversation between Lydia and Peyton and is like, I'll kiss you. And he drags her off to the owner's office in the back of the bar because it's his friend yeah. that owns the bar. <laughs> and, and he yeah. kisses her. And she's like in love wow. like and in lust i guess she's not in love she's just in she lust was like wow that was hot and he was like holy shit that was hot i gotta get the alcohol out of here like i can't yeah. do this yeah like how He's old like, is she and her his friends are like is she even legal right. <laughs> yes they're like oh, oh she's God, a young his one friends are the best <laughs> so then lydia and peyton go to work the very first day of work and they're big and- girl jobs and they're big girl jobs and Lydia's in human resources and she runs into Reese in the um, employee lounge in the break room oh. <laughs> about God. coffee and she, like propositions him no joke she's like if you want more and he, like anything anything yeah. and yeah he was like with his coffee cup <laughs> he's like I gotta get out of here I'm out and she's like holy crap what did I do and turns out he doesn't just like work there no no she quickly learns out he's the ceo and the managing partner of the entire um casino and is related to the company that owns the casino like that's his family business Mm -hmm. so then the next saturday night they are back in the same bar and who should show up reese because he's psycho he actually goes there to look for and propositions her uh, like takes her back to the office and she's like i'm all in hello yes and that is when the dry humping scene happens on the leather couch in the office and the friend is in the office and he's like i guess i'm gonna leave now (laughs) he's like i guess i'm leaving my office again oh my it was so funny so funny so funny um so let's talk about Reese a little bit because oh my god he's such an idiot he's so dumb he's so closed off he is mm-hmm. so closed off um very focused like on his career whore. yeah and he sleeps around but he's always been but- he was born into a wealthy family and he has just found that dating strippers dating hookers or hooking up with hookers was yeah. better than trying to have a real date with someone and try for a real relationship when in the end they were all just using him for their money for his money and so he rather looked at sex and relationships as transactional which is understandable but here he's presented with this potential of this woman that he's highly attracted to who he knows is smart he knows that there's chemistry between the two of them and he, his decision is, I'm going to ignore her and pretend she doesn't exist. But I'm also going to kind of secretly stalk her. But here, right. I also feel like he has really high standards for himself and he wants to be a better person, but he's really afraid he's going to fail at it. So instead of like actually trying to be a better person, he's just like, mm, I'm really an asshole. So I'm not even going to try. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> And Lydia decides that 
she is tired of waiting for Reese to make the move. That go ahead. I want to talk a little bit more about what before she does this because I think you have to get a really good picture of this girl. Because I mean, she's 22, she has her first big girl job. She probably, I mean, she makes probably decent money, right? But not like a ton. And she um, sews, like she likes to make, she sews things. And her favorite thing to make is pajamas. Out of and sheets. Out of sheets from the Goodwill. And so when she got, went to the Goodwill and she was talking about the little dots and everything, I was dying. Like, I have a friend that loves the Goodwill and I totally thought of her. I was like, oh my gosh, this is... And she's just so happy. Like the goodwill brings her genuine joy. Yeah. So that's, we, that, I think that's part. She's, I don't want to say she's a simple girl. Cause I think that she doesn't need to be, she's not into the glitz and glam. She's not. And one of the scenes that I loved about her is when she was thinking about Reese, when she was in the car with Peyton and she was think, or maybe she was driving home from the Goodwill because she was going to put her energy into the pajama, the sheet pajamas that they call them in the book. And she's talking at this point, she didn't know Reese's name. She wasn't sure of his name. And she's goes through this whole inner dialogue. And I actually quoted it because, um, She's imagining what his name is. I imagine it was going well, the sex. And I was enjoying myself and he was enjoying himself. And I was doing a really good job at the sexing. And then, bam, I called out the wrong name and ruined everything. Like, she was so thoughtful. Like, she's like, I can't give him a fake name because then I might call it out. And that would be bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. She. And I think. Some people might like he over and over is like, are you for real? And then he like realizes like, she's just, she is 100% genuine. Yeah. She's just a really nice person. She is a Mm -hmm. good person, a good girl. Mm -hmm. She's very reward, um, driven and motivated. She likes a checklist. She, um, because that is one of the funniest parts in this book. Oh my God. Is she likes rules. She likes boundaries. She likes knowing where she's going and what things are happening. And it all plays into this auction, this plan for this auction that she comes up with, with her best friend, Peyton. They go to Mm -hmm. the strip club that he is known to, um, spend time at. And talks to the owner and comes up with this plan to auction herself off and hopefully he'll come and he'll buy her and take her virginity. But there's a secret plan that plays into it. And you guys just got to read the book because I'm not spoiling Boy. that. Nope. But he was mad. He was mad he when he found off. out about it. Super mad. Um, But as everything has happened and she's had the auction, her friend, Peyton comes up with a badge system the adult girl trooper badge system. with a sash and everything and as a former girl scout i still have my i still my mom still has it because she's oh like God. we work so hard for those damn badges we're not giving that up <laughs> so funny that is so funny there are so many scenes around the badges that i'm like i want some bad like i feel like right. i have some adult badges there is a funny interaction after oh the, their verse, their first sexual encounter after Reese has saved her from the auction and paid for her. Um, 
there's a funny interaction between um Peyton and Lydia with the badges and she got her Reese badge but there's a butt stuff badge. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other stuff there is okay you quoted this yeah one of my favorite quotes so he likes to give oral she is real excited to give oral she's never done it but she's done lots of research yes yeah, she and has videos and everything to him how come you get to do the oral and I have to wait until Wednesday to do the oral? Cause she says to him, can I, can I do that? And he's like, how about on Wednesday? He just like picks some random day. And she's like, she was like totally disappointed. And he's just like, oh my, they're there. And that, oh my gosh, I don't want to ruin anything. Cause well, and then his friend Cannon is like some kind of delayed gratification. What is wrong with you? And do you and notice like, after their first time, and Cannon comes into the suite because he lives in the top executive floor mm-hmm. of the casino while it's being built. And Cannon comes in, he lets himself in, he uses his key and goes to Reese and talks to him in his office. And after Cannon leaves, after talking to Reese, you'll note he puts the deadbolt on the, in the GM door so that nobody can come in anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, make- he like... He's super mad at her and talk about alpha move. He's like, you're moving in. And she was yeah. like, okay. I mean, she just, oh yeah. my God. I just loved her. And there was another great quote that I just thought was so, so good. Um, when she says to him, boss me, teach me, talk dirty to me. I like all of that. I'm good with instructions and rules and I love rules. They're so clear and unambiguous and sexy. And it really was like she made needing rules very sexy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, I do not want to um, spoil this book, mm-hmm. and we only talked about like the first twenty five percent. I just, um, yeah, I you know I think I'll. I was a little frustrated with her, but it all made sense. So she. We did not know that like, there's a lot of talk about the money, but it never really comes out as to who is getting the money, how much money she's getting, where all this money is going. And there's talk of money, but nobody knows where it's at. It's sort of like out in space. And I was like, where in the hell? And it's not a small amount. No, it's a half a million dollars. He buys her virginity for a half a million dollars. Yeah. And, um, and it's not there. And I was like, where am I? I was really frustrated. But the way it plays out is fantastic. So don't be frustrated with Jana Aston because just trust the process because it's great. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Heather, did you like this book? Uh, obviously, I just gushed about it. <laughs> and I very, very quickly because you get a little tidbit into book two and you are going to need to just download them yeah so do yourself a favor and just get them both that's Peyton her best friend and Vince that owns the strip club there are things alluded to in good girl about Mm -hmm. Peyton and Vince and something that has transpired between the two of them and somehow canon is involved in that um and involved in it. I love him. We need more of him. <laughs> we do. Um, so that and that is book two in this series, and it's it is so good. Um, I think it's 
sure thing i think his book too is sure thing well let me look it up i downloaded it um um i too liked oh. this book i i'm a big huge janet Aston fan like i it's love good time oh good time yeah um i'm so, in a little bit of a plug here she is not a kindle unlimited author and that is no. totally cool I have bought the book, but I also originally found them on my library. Yes. So and the sure audiobooks too. She has some audiobooks out. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Who would typically like this book? Um, it, I think if you like a billionaire romance, if you really like rom-coms, if you like a friend group, um, I think this is a quick it's not angsty there's not it's no but there is character growth in this these are rom-com characters that are very different by the end of the book than what they were in the beginning of book and there is some awakening happening for the two of them both really um so if you like a rom-com if you want a rom-com with a little bit more meat and but like it sexy too this is totally a great book um would you recommend this book uh yeah for sure 100 percent. yeah i actually am mad at myself that i haven't read jan aston in like a year and so i'm i think i'm gonna go on a binge dive here yeah i love her books i love them and i would reread them over and over again Mm -hmm. um this i can see being a reread i bet like you know how sometimes when you reread things you pick up on things that you miss and i guarantee if we reread it i would pick up on stuff yeah, it was a reread for me, and I did pick up on some things. Just some little pieces about uh, Reese himself, and I didn't realize that the cousin crying was from the other book, So, which was hilarious because that book is so funny, so very funny. It has an undercover boss feel to it. Um, oh, yeah. Did you have a, do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com so we can add it to our TBR. Heather, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thank you. Any, any time. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.